Welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm Lori LeBay, the host and founder of Alzheimer's Speaks, and I welcome you today. Hopefully it's not as scorching hot as it is here in Minnesota with a high humidity, but that's summer, and it's one of the things we, we love and hate, I guess, about these temperature changes here. Today we're going to have really a fun show. We're going to be talking about a beautiful song that was created to honor a grandmother who had dementia. Um, Mountain City, um, who is Dave and, and uh, Tara Powers, put this song together, and it's absolutely beautiful. But before I introduce um, our crew here today, again, I just want to thank you for listening. And I also want to um, just let you know, in case you're not familiar, who we are, basically Alzheimer's Speaks is an advocacy-based company providing multiple platforms to shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort around the world. We believe by working together, we can just make a much bigger footprint and move that lever uh, at a quicker pace. So thank you for being part of our community. Appreciate it so much. I also want to give a shout out to my Roseville AD group, which is Roseville Alzheimer and Dementia Community Action Team. Our group, along with members from the University of Minnesota, have pulled together a Traveling with Dementia Airport survey. And we invite you all to take that if you're living with dementia or MCI or our travel companion. Those are the people we want to take this this survey, and it's open to everyone around the world so that we can gather data because we really don't have much out there in terms of what is needed to keep people independent and being able to enjoy life. You can go to alzheimerspeaks.com, and it's the first thing at the top of the page. Just click on it. Feel free to um, share that as well. On our homepage, you'll also find um, Stall Catchers, uh, which is a game you can play to help advance Alzheimer's disease forward. You're actually analyzing real Alzheimer's data. There's also a link to the Memory Cafe directory, which is, if you're not familiar with those, are fantastic. We're going to hear a little bit more about uh, Memory Cafes from Cindy Lezinski, who is the Executive Director of Dementia-Friendly Communities of Northern Colorado, who's also joining us today. And then uh, there's also a, a graphic regarding Cruising for Caregiving, which is a virtual book book club that my friend Jennifer Fitzpatrick is doing and she's holding that through August 28th so check those out and again please please uh, feel free to share those and again I want to thank you for your likes your clicks and your shares because we wouldn't be here without you Um, it's amazing how far this um, this show has traveled in in really very little time and helping um, identify what is needed out there so that people can find the resources, products, and tools, and and just the comfort things like the song we're going to be talking about today, letting us know that we're not alone, letting us know that those we love with dementia are deeply loved and appreciated and will, will never be forgotten. So let me go ahead and first introduce Cindy Lezinski. She is a, a fantastic woman. I am honored to call her a friend and a colleague. She is an advanced practice nurse, a certified dementia practitioner, and the founder and executive director of the nonprofit organization uh, to build and sustain a dementia-friendly communities in northern uh, Colorado. She is also the only certified speckle um, specialist um, in North America, which SPECL stands for Specialized Early Care for Alzheimer's Coach. And she's uh, she's just doing phenomenal work. She was trained um, over in England for this. And if you, if you aren't familiar with this program, you need to reach out to Cindy. I could talk about this woman all day long, but we've got other things on the agenda today that we're going to be talking about. And one of them is an event she coordinated featuring Mountain City with Tara and and Dave Power. So um, welcome, Cindy. How are you doing today? It's just, it's so great to have you back with us. Thanks. Glad to be here. It's always good talking with you. Well, good. Uh, loving, Loving that you're here, too. I see that it looks like we lost Dave, so I'm not quite sure what happened. So hopefully he will call back in. Our call in number is 323 
3-2-3-8-7-0-4-6-0-2. That is 323-870-4602. Next, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Mountain City. Um, They are singers and songwriters and um, a powerful duo comprised of Dave and Tara Powers. They are based in northern Colorado, and they write and record and perform love songs for relationships and marriages. Mountain City tours the United States, and they performed over 100 times um, per year, and currently has 7-plus million streams on Spotify and Apple Music and in all the other places where people are are downloading and listening to music. So welcome, Tara. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Well, I'm so pleased to have you, and it looks like we've got Dave with us, so I'm just going to double-check. Dave, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Thanks for having us on the show. Well, great. It's wonderful to to have you with us. I'm going to start out and I'm going to ask I'm going to ask you this first, Dave, um and then I'm going to go to um Cindy and to to Tara. Um but I always ask everybody if they've been personally touched in their own family and circle of friends um by dementia. I have uh, my grandma has dementia now and um I had a grandma that passed away and she had dementia as well. Okay, so definitely you've been touched. Um, Cindy, how about you? Can you tell our audience uh, if you had a history with dementia in your family or circle of friends? Yes. Um, the, I, my background as a nurse, um, I worked with several clients living with dementia, of course, out in the community, um, in geriatric nursing, but really what brought me into doing more work in this world was my dad developing Lewy body dementia. Okay, great. And that that is a, a life changing thing when you've got somebody in the family like that. And we've talked about that. And um, it, we've got on the blog a, a video that you did that really talks about your dad and why you created um, the Northern Colorado movement that you have. That is just profound. I'm sure he's smiling down in heaven on you right now. So thank you Aww, for your thanks. work. Uh, Tara, how about you? Um, have you been touched by family or friends? I have um, my grandma, Norma Jean, who we wrote the song for. So, yes. Okay. And we'll get into more of the details about that. Um, thank you, uh, you and Dave, both for your work and um, in performing this song. We're going to listen to it a little bit later. Uh, next, I want to go to Dave. And maybe, Dave, if you can tell our audience a little bit more about Mountain City. Who the heck are you? Where'd you come from? And what inspires the two of you to create music? Oh, that's a cool question. Um, you know, Tara and I have been married for about 16 years, and uh, we've been singing together since we got married. But about four years ago, we decided that we should start writing and recording music specifically for marriages and people in relationships of all kinds. And uh, we just come out of a really tough season of life that was pretty heavy, and we really found this outlet of writing and singing love songs and songs that help people connect with each other and connect with love in a fresh way to be a life-giving thing for us. In fact, our whole community of friends kind of said, whoa, there is some serious life on this for you guys, and you should consider um, doing this more intentionally. And so we started throwing different concerts and um, inviting people to come hang out, just relax and listen to music. And it really started growing some beautiful momentum. And um, I think all throughout that time, Tara started realizing that ever since she was a little girl, she's been writing songs and writing music and had a passion for that. But because of life and uh, different things that go on in life, uh, she really hadn't had the opportunity or maybe created the opportunity to pay attention to songwriting in a more focused way. And uh, in this season, that passion of of hers really started growing and her proficiency in songwriting started growing. And it has been so awesome to watch her flourish and grow in that gift. It's it's actually been mind-blowing. Like I've been a musician for maybe 30 years or something, uh, but watching her 
flourish and grow, um, not just as a songwriter or as a performer, but as a woman, as an artist. It's been shocking. I mean, it's been the ride of my life. I love watching her do her thing. It is so fun. Oh, that's neat. I, you know, was playing around on your your website, and I saw that you guys do customized music for people for um, events or occasions and stuff, which I think is really cool to be able to have a place to to have that done. And you have different levels out there too. So I just wanted to give you a plug for that because I think that that can add so much to different events or different moments in, in times in someone's life. I've been watching um, the, the, what is it, the Songland show on TV, and I just find it fascinating how they take these songs and how they develop and the passion that people come in and in sharing sharing stories. I think they're just so, so powerful and so healing. So, again, thank you. Thank you both for your work. Um, Cindy, I wanted to ask you, um, Bottom line, you know, why do you did you decide to create um, this inaugural um, community-wide intergenerational uh, memory cafe that you did this summer? I think it was like June 6th, and at that time you featured Mountain City. So can you give us a little history about why the event and, and why was Mountain City chosen to be featured? Sure. I been working with our nonprofit organization, Dementia Friendly Communities of Northern Colorado, for the last few years, and started that whole thing as a legacy to my dad, and uh, part of our nonprofit is that we do memory cafes out in the community, and right now we have six memory cafes in Northern Colorado, and 13 additional ones in long-term care communities for later stage um, folks to enjoy, and we thought, you know, really the best part of our month is when we get to do memory cafes. And so we really wanted the whole community to experience the fun that we have. And so we have different themes every month for our cafes, but the agenda for all of them is joy. And so we thought, well, what if we started kind of a joy on the journey, community-wide intergenerational memory cafe, and start it this year with um, the theme of happy trails. And I specifically chose that because I had met Dave and Tara at one of their house concerts over Christmas and they shared about their new song coming out and I thought well this is perfect timing we'll have our community-wide memory cafe and concert and then they can come and debut the song and um, we ended up having boy 250 people of literally every age uh, probably as many under 65 as over 65, quite a few, you know, younger people. At every table of 10, we had a conversation facilitator. We had some of our regular memory cafe attenders, and then we had just general community members so that they could have kind of their own little mini memory cafe, but then we also did large group um, singing and games and then ended with the concert by Tara and Dave. And it was just such a beautiful, high-energy joyous night um, that for sure we're going to be doing it next year. I may be trying to hit up Dave and Tara again to come back. <laughs> everyone, is, <laughs> everyone who's been there is asking us if they can come back. So Wonderful. I'll be asking so, them to do that. So did you just, uh, did you meet them through another concert or something that they were doing or did I miss that? Yeah, we got invited. <laughs> uh, yeah, my husband and I got invited to a Christmas party slash house concert, which I thought, well, okay, I guess it is what it is. It's a house concert, but I had never been to one. So I thought it was a little odd, but we showed up, and it was such fun. Uh, and I'll let Dave and Tara tell you more about what they do with those house concerts, but that's just a great way that I think that they've started their um, helping people get to know who they are and, and entertaining and blessing people who get to hear them. Wonderful. Um, I'm going to go up to Tara and just ask her if you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about your, your house party and then also what you thought of, um, you know, performing at this intergenerational event as well. Yes. Oh, it was such an honor. I, to watch Cindy and to watch just her team of people putting on that event and how they just love on families affected by Alzheimer's and uh, was such an honor for Dave and I to be a part of such a genuine, 
organization, and they made it so fun. They 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 put a lot of work into it. So we were ecstatic to be a part. And Cindy, by the way, it's already a yes. <laughs> if we're available, we are going to be there. Um, but house concerts, yeah, it's it is just like what Cindy said. It's just um, exactly what it sounds like, but. It's kind of a new wave, if you will, of stuff happening with music and artists right now. Instead of doing these big venues where people are, you know, paying large ticket prices and going out on the town or something, it's the idea that a friend or family member can host a concert in their home. And so a lot of their friends live very near them, so it's kind of an easier night, you know, to get a babysitter for the kids then get over to a concert and not getting home so late, but it's also just so beautiful because it's so intimate and you can connect on a personal level because usually there's about 45 of us in the room. We bring a sound system, we set it up, we play our music, and we just are very intentional to make it an evening that music can really shine and really love on people's souls and on their hearts. And so we just love doing house concerts. So when Cindy brought that up, that's what we do. We do them in Christmas time. We do them all year. So we love it. So great. Oh, cool. Um, Dave, do you have anything that you want to add um, to what Tara just said? I think my darling is a wizard, and I think she covered it all beautifully. Okay. Sounds good. Um, do you have any, any comments you want to um, add as far as the event that Cindy created and, and what was your perception of that, how did you feel after you after you left that event? I felt like I had just been exposed to something so life giving. I mean, Cindy and her team are really a life giving bunch of people. They are easy and laid back. It wasn't stressful. It was super creative. It was interactive and uh, beautiful. The everything about it really, the from the start to finish, was comfortable and easy. I've been obviously we've been a part of a ton of different events and some of them are or many of them are high strung and high stressed and uh, this one was just easy it was so fun and we had great conversations I remember this one gentleman that stopped by the table uh, we were you know selling CDs and shirts and stuff like that and he was just this great guy easy to connect with and he told us before the our performance that when he was 12 years old he grew up at going to a school it was like a four classroom type of a school. Um, and so they bring all the grades together and do singing and different things like that. One time when he was about 12, the teacher just went up to him and said, you know, you'll probably enjoy this music a lot more if you don't sing. And he was so like shocked by what she said and kind of hurt. Um, but he was like, I mean, I'm not a good singer. And he was jovial about it. You know, the gentleman was probably in his 80s or something, so he's making a joke of it. And and uh, Tara looked at him and said, you know what, we're going to redeem that tonight. We're going to see, uh, give you an opportunity to sing. Of course, he thought we were joking. And mm-hmm. so right in the middle of an Elvis song, we were uh, singing. She just jumped off the stage and stuck the mic in front of him. And uh, he was a great sport. He he uh, tried to sing some of the lyrics and all that stuff. Well, at the end of the song, he stands up and opens his arms wide. And everybody just almost gave him a standing ovation. Everybody's just shouting for him and encouraging him. And it was one of those cool things like, wow, I think that memory, in a way, did just get redeemed. That was so perfect to do. So memories like that will stick with me about that event. Uh, anything that Cindy does is really full of joy because it is a priority for her. And I've just learned a tremendous amount from her in terms of language and perspective about how to encourage people that are going through the uh, Alzheimer's and dementia journey. And um, I think though she'll articulate it better than I can, but I love the language of not just um, surviving or going through it or viewing it as a disaster, but really thriving throughout the journey. Um, So, her perspective and joy has really made an impact on me. Yeah, she is a gal who walks her talk. There's no, there's absolutely no uh, doubt about that. I've had the pleasure of doing an event with her too, and it was the energy in the room was just like 
almost overpowering because people were so happy and so engaged. And you don't always get that when you get a group of people together. Sometimes it can just be a little mismatched or off. And, and she she's just always knows how to bring uh, people together and, and have them feel comfortable to be able to be themselves and, and participate. So, yeah, she's a, she's a true gift to the world. But Tara, I wanted to ask you why you and Dave are so passionate about helping people with um, Alzheimer's and dementia and why, you know, why it was important for you to be involved in this community event. So maybe you can tell us a little bit more about, about your grandmother. Yeah, well, obviously, when you have a loved one affected by something or going through something, you do everything you can possibly do to learn more about it, to learn how they're affected, to learn how you can serve them and love them better. Um, It's my grandma, and for sure, you know, sometimes people have really close relationships with their grandparents, and that is definitely the case for me. And um, I'm also very close with my mom, and so just sitting with my mom even as she's going through how she's affected by her mom going through something and uh, just the many conversations I've had with my mom and with my grandma and all their siblings and everything and just how it's affected everybody and and what it does with your family and and how you just have this person that you're like, I just adore them. I love them. I want to help. I want to serve however way in whatever way that I can. And so that has definitely been a passion. And Dave, his grandma, both of his grandmas were diagnosed with dementia. So you just, you when you learn about something new, you go, okay, well, it's time for me to learn about this and to figure out how and what my place is in this new world. So that's kind of why we got involved. And I'm so glad because we are learning so much. And there is just, like we were talking about, Cindy and her crew and so many people and so many families and you could just really relate to them and hopefully help and give voice and serve them in the best way possible. So that is why we got involved. Yeah. I know my mom had dementia for 30 years and there, there was no Cindy, you know, when I, when I was going through my deal and um, it would have been so nice to have that resource. And that's actually why I created Alzheimer's Speaks was try to connect people to all these beautiful resources because there is so much available, but so many people don't know about them. And being able to to bring people together through song is just a, a beautiful way. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the story behind the song, Sweet Norma Jean, and then, um, and then we'll play that here in a little bit for people. Well, I would absolutely love to do that because it is about Norma Jean, my grandma, and I just, I can't tell the story without starting off, um, I can't tell the story of the song without starting off just explaining about Norma Jean, about the woman that she is, and she's just, she's, I, I joke around, but she is seriously one of the loveliest, kindest women that I've ever walked the face of the earth. <laughs> I guess I can say that because she's my grandma. But um, I, I, I always joke and say um, the movie Cinderella that Disney did and how Cinderella has, she's whistling and singing and birds come and sit on her finger and they talk to her. That's my grandma. Like she's an animal whisperer. She, um, when I was really young, my mom and I actually lived with my grandparents for a while. So she did some of the raising of me, I, I, I say she taught me the really important things. She taught me how to walk and blow bubbles and whistle. And I've just had an incredible relationship with her my whole life. I remember when we'd leave her home as a kid, my mom said every time you would just bawl as you were leaving because she's just a kind woman um, and draws people to her and still is like just a guileless woman. And, um, so many people have been touched by her life and have loved her and been loved by her. She's kind of been a mama to many people who haven't had a mom. So, so oh. writing a song for her is not was not difficult by any means. But you know, like I said, um, when you have someone in your life and they are affected by something, you're trying to figure out how do I help or how do I 
come alongside and serve. And so my grandpa and her have been married for about 62 years, and he is her caretaker. And um, one time I was out visiting them. She was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2011. I believe it was around 2014 I was out visiting them. So Alzheimer's had been um, living with them for a few years there. And I left, and I was on the airplane on my way home, and I just, you know, as an artist, the emotions just came over me. Um, How difficult it was seeing and watching what was happening to her for me. And so right then and there, from my grandpa's perspective, I kind of started, I took out a pen and paper and I started jotting down some ideas. And I knew writing the song, um, I wanted it to come from the heart of my grandpa. I wanted it to explain his pain but I also wanted to really highlight that my grandma was still very much my grandma. She was still very much Norma Jean and lovely and wonderful. And so I knew it couldn't be this somber, overly heavy song, but that it needed to capture that a little bit. And so I just started jotting down my ideas and the song kind of came into fruition. I brought it home and showed Dave. Dave so beautifully took, um, my lyrics and my melody, and he he puts the guitar to it. But one of the cool things is my grandma, from a very young age, just loved Roy Rogers, loved Roy Rogers. She was a little cowgirl, always wearing boots and everything, so she really loved um, Roy Roy Rogers' song, um, Happy Trails. And so I thought I'd like to give a little bit of a nod to Happy Trails without obviously, you know, stealing it or whatever, and so there's a, a few lyrics in there as you'll listen that um, talk about happy trails, and so that's just a little nod to who my grandma is and what she loves. So it was obviously an honor to write it and to present it to my grandpa, especially as a song mm-hmm. to maybe just walk with him, walk alongside him as he does this journey with her. Um, so that's kind of why we wrote it. Oh. Beautiful. What, what what did your grandpa think of the song? He had to, I would have just been in tears, bawling. Um, I, w- I would imagine he was pretty touched. I think so. I actually wasn't there when I sent it to him. I think my mom was with him, and she said he was very touched. He's kind of, um, he's not a man of, like, that shows his emotions very much, but he made sure to write to me afterward and say, thank you so much for honoring the woman I love and me by writing this song. And so I knew, I was like, okay, it was good. It gave words to him. It's a good thing. (laughs) Sweet, sweet. Well, and you have a a YouTube that you've done where you, you talk about the song before, before playing it too. And it's just, it had me in tears just listening to it because you could just feel and you can see the love in, in both of your eyes, you know, when you're talking about this, this story and stuff. So I would encourage people to, to click on the YouTube um, video of that as well, because it's, it's very, very touching. Well, let's go ahead and play the song, and then we'll come back and, and talk about it a bit, okay? Okay. Yeah, my 
How beautiful was that? Jira, um, I just have to ask you, because like, I know that you had mentioned that your grandma is whistling at the end. How how does that make you feel when you hear this song? Oh, I cry every time. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I'm not uh, alone. Every time. <laughs> that, that is the part that really gets me. It was so neat to be able to take an iPhone up and record her whistling that ending part and be able to incorporate it in the song. And I, it kills me every time I tell Dave that I'm like, okay, I just have to know if I'm going to be listening to this song, I'm going to cry every single time. Well, it's quite beautiful. And Dave, how about you? What, what does it mean for you to, to hear your wife singing this song um, about her grandma? Well, I think when she wrote it, she came to me and uh, showed me kind of what she was thinking. And there was a line in there that every time she sang it, I burst into tears. And uh, it's the third verse. She says, um, when you look at me, I'll show you, babe, uh, again and again. You're my cowgirl, my partner, and my friend. 
geez, just even saying that right now gets me. Um, you know, Tara and I really prioritize friendship in our relationship, and uh, it's been what's made our marriage so fun. And it's not like every minute has been fun or anything, but overall it's just been amazing because we continue to pursue each other as friends and learn more about each other and um, do fun things for each other and all that. So when, when she wrote that line, you're my cowgirl, my partner, and my friend, it just spoke something really deeply into my heart. Apart from that, she's got an angelic voice. I mean, it's just amazing to listen to, and she's singing it with such beautiful emotion. And uh, I think when we, uh, you might talk about this later too, but when we were at the Memory Cafe event with Cindy, Tara kind of debuted this song. I think you were talking about that earlier. And um, when she sang it, we uh, played the iPhone recording right from her iPhone into the microphone. And uh, at the end of it, everybody just jumped to their feet in a standing ovation for the song. And it was a beautiful moment. It was just it was so touching that people were moved and impacted by her art um, and by the story and by the passion that we carry to love, try to love people well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's wonderful. And like you said, she does have such an angelic voice. It just, it just gives you this calmness, you know, no matter what state you're in, it just, it pulls you to a different space and time. And then, you know, with the beautiful storytelling and the, the music to go with it, it's just absolutely gorgeous. So kudos to you, to you both. Um, just a, just a great, great song. Um, Cindy, when when you heard the song, what were what were your thoughts? Were, did you get teary eyed too? I'm still wiping my eyes at this end. <laughs> oh man, I maybe have trouble talking about it even now. Yeah, I I listened to it about so many times, and it struck me that really even the brilliance in the song, Tara. I bet you don't even know this, <laughs> but. You could have tied up the song in a, in a bow, and it, you know, you're my, you're my cowgirl, you're my partner, you're my friend. The end, everything's fine, and yet, then you, you still go back to life, like with or without dementia, it's just still messy, and you have that unresolved tension of, I know, even if you can't recognize my name or my face anymore, you're going to be able to look at me, and you're going to know that you're loved. You're going to be able to recognize beauty and kindness, and Yet, still at the end, I still want you to remember my name. And so I feel like that is so vulnerable and honest. Um, and I, I really think that the authenticity of the song is why it resonates so strongly, not just even with the care partners that were in the room for the event that we had, but really for anybody, just regular community members, because it, it is so tender and authentic and just saying, you know, yeah, life is messy, but it's still a journey. And we can find joy on that journey even without full resolution. And um, I just love how it's it doesn't get all neatly tied up, but that it's a, a deeper and a rich song as a result. And then just to end with the whistling of Norma Jean is, I feel like, so powerful. Uh, oh, I I agree. Talking about joy on the journey. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 Well, I, and it, I can't say enough. <laughs> yeah, and it just seems like such a perfect mesh too for I I know you as a person and how you do your events. Um, it, it just is it's a beautiful beautiful match, and and mix um, showing the honor and just sustaining that love, even though it might change and it might look different, it is still there and it will never, ever go away. You know, Mm -hmm. so very, very neat. Um, Cindy, I wanted to ask you um, regarding the event. I know you had mentioned you had people kind of from all ages and stuff, but what were their thoughts? What kind of feedback did you get from the event, from the people who attended, um, both for the event in general and then from the song itself? You know, with the song, I think it's so it's so beautiful that even for somebody living with dementia who maybe doesn't even recall the facts of what the words just said, it's just so beautiful. And like you know, again, people are always going to recognize beauty, and so that part of it just stirred them. And for sure, the care partners it resonated with them because of the 
story of struggle and beauty at the same time. And then the rest of the community, I keep still hearing, I run into people and they just say, that was just an amazing event because we were all together. We found out it's not scary to have intergenerational interaction and children interacting with people living with dementia and without dementia who maybe are just older. Um, but it, it really was an absolutely intergenerational um, time to connect that I, it exceeded my expectations for sure. Um, so I, I don't know, I can't even <laughs> get me going and I, we could be on way more than <laughs> Well, and, and I think, you know, everybody talks about dementia awareness, but, and, and you did that in such a, a beautiful, fun way. You know, by having the different yeah. interactions, you know, having the planted facilitators at the table, having the music and, you know, and just uh, just this variety of really let's just live life. And that's how we're going to show you about dementia awareness. We're not just going to talk at you, but we're really going to show you right. how this how this happens. And and it it isn't it doesn't have to be big and scary. It can be it can be a beautiful beautiful thing. And and again with that number of people, 250 people gathered, um, no one can feel alone. You know, it's just right. that I think that having that large presence in and of itself is just um, something amazing, amazing. Well, thank you for you know one. Uh, let me tell you one. Let me tell I'll, I'll tell you one. Um, part two about the guy who got up and sang. So I talked to him afterwards. He's living with dementia and he's now going to be on our advisory board for our nonprofit organization. (laughs) So I'm so excited. He wanted to, yeah, he wanted to do more in the community with us. And so that was a catalyst event for him to get up and sing. So thank you, Uh. Tara. Very, very neat. Um, Dave, can you tell us a little bit more about what you would like to happen, you know, with, with the use of this song and where you see it going and and um, how you think it can help people? Absolutely. You know, I think about June being the Alzheimer's and Dementia Awareness Month, but um, while it's so beautiful to have a month that, helps people connect with the uh, idea of getting more education and supporting it financially and um, coming alongside amazing organizations like yours and like yours, Cindy, that they're doing just amazing work at helping people live well um, through the process. You know, even though it's, it's focused on for a month, this is a year round thing. And so we didn't write this song just for, every June or something like that. This is this is something that we get to advocate for year-round to help people find quality education, to just give people language for what they're going through. Sometimes a song can do that just about better than anything, where you hear a song and you go, that's exactly what I'm feeling. It's exactly what I'm thinking. And uh, that was our hope for the song. And so I guess kind of our hope, throughout the year is to continue to connect with uh, organizations and people that are advocating for and educating people that are going through this Alzheimer's and awareness uh, and dementia awareness journey. Um, and really just wanted to bring hope to people, um, which I think is obviously hugely needed, but um, it's a, it can be a, easy thing to disconnect from hope in situations like these and I think music plays a crucial role in fact I think there's even science behind the power of music and where it's stored in the brain it's stored all over the brain so even people going through Alzheimer's or dementia are connected at a heart level with music and so really our our heart was just to provide uh, something that Cindy said was beauty and hope and a story that could encourage and strengthen and uplift people throughout the years they go through the journey. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, Tara, is there anything that you'd like to add to what Dave said? Oh, I think he captured it pretty brilliantly. Um, any help, any, any way we can love people through beauty and music. Yeah. We want to keep doing that. And so we will keep doing that, especially in this, um, 
and the new light and the new community that we found with dementia and Alzheimer's. So we love it. One, wonderful. And I, I do agree, you know, uh, music just resonates with us on an emotional level that, that words don't do. I mean, most of us can think of a song we hear in the car and it brings us back in time. And, and this is definitely one that, that brings us back. Um, and connects us at, at uh, like Dave said, that heart level, that soul level. And um, it's, so, it's so neat when you run across pieces like that that just give you that, that pure sense of love, and it's, it's sung with such authenticity. And um, a story that I think most anybody dealing with dementia can relate to, but even if they're not dealing with dementia, anytime you feel love for somebody, you know, this, this song will still resonate um, with them, you know, having that, that hope of being connected and, and being there for another. So again, thank you. Thank you both so much. Now I have for your um, website uh, is at um, www.mountaincitymusic.com and then they can put in um, Mountain City um, music, I believe it is on Facebook as well, because there's some other mountain cities out there, and then your YouTube channel, and we've got those all all listed for people to be able to just click. And um, Dave, now can they can they purchase this song? Um, can they go to like an iTunes or um, if somebody wants to download that? Yes, they can. You can uh, download the song on any of those digital platforms, iTunes or Amazon or Google, uh, certainly listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music or Tidal or Deezer or any of those. Um, And then probably the best way as far as purchasing goes, the funnest way to do that if if folks are interested would just be to go to our website. Um, You can buy it right off of there, and that way we get to stay in contact and maybe even develop a friendship or something like that. So uh, if they want to buy that, they can just go to the website that you mentioned, www.mountaincitymusic.com, and uh, click on the shop button, and they'll be able to see that song as well as other ones that we've created as well. Wonderful. Well, Tara and Dave, I want to thank you so much for your time today. It's just really, really been a pleasure to get to know you, get to learn a little bit more about Mountain City and this beautiful song, Sweet Norma Jean, uh, that you've pulled together for the world. It's just quite the gift. So uh, keep on the beautiful track that you are. You're having just huge, huge impact. So thank you so much. Um, Thank you. you're more than welcome, more than welcome. Um, now, Cindy, as far as you, people can also reach out to you, and they can go to your website, which is uh, DementiaFriendsNOCO.org, DementiaFriendsNOCO.org. They can also go to your Facebook page, which is Dementia Friendly Communities NOCO, and the NO is for North and the CO is for Colorado. We also have um, listed your email address down, um, which they can find on the page, along with a a phone number to call you as well. Any last comments from you, Cindy? No, just thank you for what you do. I I obviously, even here in Northern Colorado, couldn't be... Uh, doing what we're doing had we not tapped into your um, generosity and brilliance and sharing your wisdom with us as we were getting going on this journey. So thank you so much for your support of what we're all doing here too. Well, thank you. And then um, one last time I'll just ask Dave and uh, Tara if they have any last comments that they would like to share with our audience. I do. I just want to say, Lori, thank you so much for your hospitality and your generosity in letting us join you on your show and um, uh, and kind of show the song and tell the story and all that stuff. Beyond that, your generosity your generosity toward us. I want to thank you for uh, your generosity and just pouring your life out to give voice and language to um, people that are going through this Alzheimer's and dementia awareness uh, or this uh, Alzheimer's and dementia journey. And I just really appreciate you and and i wanted to say also 
Cindy, you're a total sweetheart, and we love you like crazy, and uh, thank you for your friendship as well and, and for setting this up and introducing us to Lori. Great. Well, yeah, thank you. Oh, go ahead, Tara. I didn't mean to. Oh, um, I was just going to say I agree, and um, Lori, you had said earlier that you walked through the Alzheimer's stuff with your mom, and you didn't have the support, and I just, I love that you did something about it, and you are helping to support people as well as Cindy, and so I just, I'm so thankful for people that will take the hard things they go through in life and turn them into beauty, so I think that's what we're all doing, and I love it. Yeah, it's very fun, and you know, I, I'm a firm believer in what I call the power of one. Every single person out there has the ability to, to make a change and to to help others. And all we have to do is step up to the plate and, and not be afraid of what might happen. Um, we should be more afraid of what, what won't happen if we don't step up. And um, we can always improve on everything in the world. And it doesn't have to be perfect. We just have to start and get momentum. And for me, it's been such a gift to uh, have created Alzheimer's Speaks and the radio show and connecting people all around the world to all different types of of mediums. And I love, you know, the music and the film and the plays that are starting to come out um, because people, people all learn differently. They're all comforted differently. And so each of us has our own unique, unique uh, set of skills. And we just need to tap into them and, and believe that's what we're here to do. Um, and, you know, we can, I firmly believe we can just push the needle on this whole thing so much uh, faster if we, if we work together. So again, I want to thank all three of you for, for joining me. It's just been a pleasure and um, all of you keep up, keep up the great work that you're doing. And um, we will have to keep us posted Cindy on next year's events and in what's going on. So thank you again. Bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.